Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. There she is. Sleepy Vex. Oh, no. Are you speaking? Vex, can you hear me? Testicles, testicles, one, two. Would you act like a fucking professional? What is going on with you? (laughs) Happy birthday. Hey, I already forgot that that happened. Feels like a year ago. (laughs) How does it feel to be 18 finally? What? Super good, dude. (laughs) I'm finally legally allowed to touch butts. (laughs) There you go. No, that's just a running joke I have to make old people feel young, you know? But if, 18 if, is if, a weird age to pick. No, I mean, like, 18 is the, the year that you finally become an adult, technically, right? Yeah. So. But, like, what are you trying to say? That I'm barely legal up until this point? Oh, sure. No, now yeah. I'm barely legal. What are you guys talking about? Lollies or what? Lollies? <laughs> I hear barely legal when I get into the recording. I was just like, oh, okay, gotcha. Was that a bird? <laughs> it was my bird. I'm going to have to kick him out if he ends up jacking his jaw too much. Jacking his jaw. <laughs> so Vex came in and uh, I, she, her mic wasn't turned on or whatever. And then she was like, testicles, testicles, one, two, three. Wish me a happy birthday because that's what was yesterday was my birthday. Happy belated birthday. Hey, thanks, man. Um, <laughs> it's going great. And then today, the reason I'm so late, like, Leon, thanks for being cool. I did not think I'd be an hour and a half late. I thought maybe an hour tops. No. I mean, the later for me, the better, if I'm being honest. So it worked out pretty nice. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. But the reason I'm so late is because we've, after a year of waiting, got to go to Casa Bonita, the crown jewel of the Rockies. That's the crown jewel of the Rockies? Yep. Mexican food at its finest. That is peak Mexicana. Mexican Honestly, Casa Bonita. Okay, I'm gonna have to kick you out, Hondo. But yeah, Casa Bonita is awesome. I went there a few years ago and it was great. One sec. We'll have to talk about his experience because what happened was so. Uh, you ever heard of a street called Colfax in Colorado? Fex Electronica? No. I have not, no. I'm back. So Colfax is probably the jankiest, dirtiest street in all of Denver and it goes way out into Lakewood. It's pretty pretty gnarly. Not known for it's uh it's it's claim to fame is that that's where you go to get hookers. If you ever watch South Park, they're always like, yeah, you oh. go to you go to Colfax to get hookers, and it's like 
Yeah, that's true. I remember my parents actually driving us when me and my sister were kids. We were like, I was maybe 11. My sister probably was like nine. And they drove us up and down Colfax one night to like look at the prostitutes and point and laugh. What? <laughs> I mean, he, he's not lying though, Vex. Like when, when I went, I was driving because we were headed to Casa Bonita. We were on vacation and all of Denver that we had looked at had been like, it was a gorgeous city. And then we're headed there and we're like, Bro, did we just turn into like Compton? Like it, it was so visually different than the entire rest of the city. I was like, there's no way this fancy ass world renowned restaurant is like in the Colorado hood, but it is. Yeah, oh. I'm working. <laughs> oh. Hi, baby Yetis. Oh. All right, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Good night. <laughs> Good night. I love you. I love the <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a rare treat. Precious. Mrs. Yay. So we get home and I'm like, okay, I'm going to podcast now. She said that she would take care of the kids and get them ready for bed, but she like manages to t- make things that take 15 minutes take an hour and a half. Yeah, that's, that's just a woman thing. Yeah. Okay. My, my so, wife used to get incredibly mad when I would ask her, are you almost done with your makeup? Have she been doing it for an hour and a half? Like, we, we were supposed to leave 30 minutes ago. That's why you started doing your makeup an hour before we left. Like, can we can we get this show on the road? Dang. So anyway, memory unlocked, <laughs> like, that achievement noise of my parents driving us to look at prostitutes. And I do remember seeing very overweight black woman walking down the street. And this was like, the 90s and she had just ripped up jeans like you know like how now that's a thing to have jeans that you can just basically see through because there there's so many holes this was in the 90s seeing that and i was like oh damn to be fair, you could just said black women i'm pretty sure our minds would have filled in the gaps of them being overweight i was gonna say but i didn't want to say just in case so <laughs> mama is that a prostitute sure is son sure is it's cleaned up a little bit since then. Like, there's not just prostitutes walking around. And, like, it's starting to get a little bit gentrified. They're building, like, a bunch of condos and apartments everywhere. And there's a light rail now. So it's, it's better than it used to be back in the day. But, yeah, Casa Bonita has been there forever. And it's basically the Disneyland of Mexican food re- theme parks. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Mexican food restaurants. Mm-hmm. And no, I, like, so right theme park. I just sent you pictures of X. It is insane you walk in it's all decorated it's like all like themed and what happened was is it has always been kind of a piece of shit like the whole joke is like you the food would it was terrible i remember going there with my cousin from seattle because he loves south park and i was like dog did you know that casa bonita is a real place and he was like you're fucking kidding me that's a real place and i was like my yeah. dad had the same response when i told him i was going because because of south park he's like, i thought that shit was just a joke for the cartoon and i was like no it's real do you still watch south park i, I haven't watched it uh in probably two or so I, well i i watched the the recent that the one that made fun of disney which was awesome but i haven't consistently watched it in so did years. you see that cartman lives in a giant hot dog now what no so- there was a Paramount Plus special where the mom became a real estate agent or Cartman became a real estate agent and they lost their house. They have to live in the Coney Island hot dog, which is a gigantic hot dog. That's also a real thing. <laughs> we used to go sledding in Genesee when I was a kid. And yep, there's a gigantic hot dog that's a restaurant and you can go inside of it and have hot dogs and it's called Coney Island. And then it 
it like had to move. I think it moved to like Bailey or something. But yeah, that's that's another real Colorado thing. So is South Park just uh, making restaurants then at this point? Is that they haven't bought Coney Island? I don't think so. What happened was. Casa Bonita was a piece of shit. It was kind of cool to go to because it was super weird and just like they had a puppet show. They have an arcade. They have this like the big attraction is an enormous 30 foot waterfall that cliff divers jump off of. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They have just cliff divers come out. They do a little show. Ha ha ha. And then they jump into the pool and then everybody goes, yay, it's a good time. And they also have Black Bart's Cave. That's the other thing that's like, oh, Black Bart's Cave. So scary. Why you got to be black? <laughs> hey, man, I don't make the rules. I just enforce them with an iron fist. <laughs> so COVID comes around and that place was barely skating by, I think, on a good on a good day. COVID comes and nobody is ordering out from Casa Bonita for the food. The food is the worst part of Casa Bonita. You, you literally just go down with a tray and they just like scoop some slop and they're like, there you go. Um, you said the food got better, though. Hold on. We're not done. So okay. COVID comes. No one is going to Casa Bonita for takeout, right? Because you can't go in and eat. The whole point is to go in and eat. So they are closing down, man. They're done. They fucking are folding in. Mm-hmm. Throwing in the towel. Mm-hmm. Reading reading the Lord's Prayer before we take it out back and tell it to think about the sopapillas and put a cap in the back of its head. Uh, old yeller it. Old yeller it. And then because South Park made an episode about it like 20 years ago, the Matt Stone and Trey Parker bought it. <laughs> and Wait, they bought it? No shit, really? Yeah, you didn't know that? I had no idea that they bought Cosmini. No, I, I went in like 2017, so this is well before okay. COVID. So, no, so I had no since idea. Since you've been there, Matt Stone and Trey Parker bought it. And they just finally opened about a year ago. And before that, you could get your name on a waiting list. And we had been on a waiting list for a year. And we finally got to go tonight. And it was... Talk about good timing, considering your birthday and everything. I Mm -hmm. know. It was so serendipitous. But we watched this, like, little interview. I've actually... I think I sent it to you. I don't know if you watched it. But it was, like, a, a Good Morning America interview with Matt Stone and Trey Parker. And they were explaining. They were like... This place was so dilapidated. Like the cliff divers would dive into this pool and then like they'd have to swim out through this hole that had rebar sticking through the hole. They exited the pool into a like behind this behind the stage room that was mm-hmm. full of hot electrical wires. Like this place was such a fucking hazard. They're like, the, so the guy's like, well, how much money do you think that you've put into the restaurant to fix it? And they were like, an infinity money. Infinity money. Infinity money. And they were like, it would have been so much easier if we just tore this fucking thing down and just rebuilt a new restaurant on top of it. But we wanted to save it for like the landmark aspect of it because, you know, it's like an old building. It's got its own charm. Like, and it does like you go, you go in there and it's like, I remember this from like when I was a kid and like the layout's still the same. And most of it is still the same. Like it it just, it looks like it used to if somebody cleaned it. question um because i know like some cities do this but not every city does do you guys have um like does the city or the state dictate what is a like can be classified as a historical site i'm sure they do would casa bonita be considered a historical site is it maybe i'm pretty sure the way it works and i could be wrong is you have to it has to be x amount of years old and then the, the, the the residents have to petition the local government for them to acknowledge it as such. Gotcha. Um, it, it, I'm it, sure it was built in the 70s or 60s, probably. It feels yeah, like, like it I, came I'm straight sure out of the Where 60s. I live, something has to be 100 years old before it can be classified as a historical landmark. Wow. I don't have the computer. If you want to give it a Googs, when did Casa Bonita get built? Okay. I'm going to guess late 60s. 
it feels like you know how like Disneyland feels like it came from the sixties. It's just a sixties feel. Nineteen seventy. Oh wait, no, that's the Oklahoma City location. Never mind. Hold on, I'm retarded. <laughs> Oklahoma. <City. laughs> no, wait. It says Casa Bonita is a Denver institution. Nineteen seventy four, Oklahoma City, and it's showing you pictures of the one in Colorado. What the fuck? What? Yeah, nineteen seventy four. In Lakewood, Colorado. Yeah, oh, in Lakewood, so Colorado. Colorado. Yes, no, no. It, it says the address seven uh, sixty seven fifteen West Colfax Avenue in Lakewood, Colorado. That's it. That's the one. Why is it also right. saying Oklahoma City? I know there's a second location. I didn't think it was an OKC. I, I did that. not know there was a second location. Yeah, that I thought it was blows in Texas, my mind. Did Matt Stone and Trey Parker buy the second location as well? I don't think so. Okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Continue with our education of Casa Bonita. <laughs> I had a fun time this evening and I don't appreciate. <laughs> no, no, I want, I want, I'm sorry. I really, I do want to hear more, but you know, I'm also very sleepy. So I'm trying to stay awake the best I can. Okay. Because I want to hear so the, about your South Park food. The, the big, so it opened like a year ago. You, we've been on the waiting list ever since. It's been kind of a big deal. And like more and more people in the area have finally started to go. And they're like, yeah, the food is like it used to be a two star. Now it's a three star. Huh? But we finally get to go. First and foremost, on the way down, we read how like, oh, you can't like you can't bring in a gun you, where there's metal detectors. Leave your pocket knife in the car. No mace allowed. And I'm like, what? That's all the shit I oh. carry with me everywhere. I guess because it's technically a tourist attraction, right? So they got to. I mean, yeah, there's plenty that. of tour tourist attractions that don't have metal detectors, and this oh, place sorry. is on what? Like a like a like a theme parky kind of tourist attraction. I mean, I mean, there's no rides, but there's a puppet show. That that's that's uh, You're really underselling the cliff diving because the cliff diving was fucking fun. <laughs> I know it is fun, but here's the thing: I missed it. Like I heard it on the loudspeaker. They did it like every 20 minutes, and I missed every single time they clipped dove. I was oh, see, I, I was annoyed. lucky. They sat me like literally. At a table that was right up against the rail, where you could like, I, I was a perfect like ninety degree angle. I was watching the, the the waterfall was basically right in front of my point of view, so I was just like like watching wow. it every time it happened when they sat me down. So I, I got lucky with my seating. Well, lucky you, yeah, because we you got to choose if you wanted to sit cliffside or just like in the restaurant. And Mrs. Yeti was very sure that she picked cliffside. Mm -hmm. She did not. So we were up on the place called the Roost because every little section Vex is like themed. There's like one that's a big old cave and it's like in a mine. And that one is pretty cool. There's one like behind the waterfall. There's seating behind it. And you can like, I took a picture. I sent it to you from behind it. Yeah, I saw that. I liked that one. You can sit on the cliff side like lucky, lucky Leon got to. We were at rooftops, which was okay, but you can't really see anything. And it has a lot of like ambiance, it has like crickets chirping, and it's supposed to be like mellow and like nighttime in a old Mexican city. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> in yeah. Denver, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they have like fake windows that are like LCD TVs behind it. But so they chose like the ocean and like the sun going down over the ocean. Oh, it's, it's so atmospheric and fun. Uh, but missed every single cliff dive. But the whole time you hear this like roaring waterfall. So it's, it's fun. Um, the fact that they were like, you can't bring any of your implements of destruction in was kind of annoying because like doggy, if you can say that you can keep us safe in the restaurant, that's one thing, but I got to walk to and from the car and we got there early. Like we beat my sister and my parents. And as we're waiting, baby Yeti is in the back and she's like, gotta go pee. So Mrs. Yeti gets out, has her pee in her little potty that's inside the truck. And as she's doing so, 
two young Latin fellows are walking in between cars and like looking at cars real intently. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, uh-oh, that's trouble. So I'm watching them. They're holding one of them's holding a squeegee. And what? then mm-hmm. and so then they like walked around where the we parked the truck. And then they came back towards us because they saw Mrs. Yeti and they started like walking up to her. And I was like, oh, this could be something. Then they looked at her and they were like, uh, eat, eat. And they like did the sign language for eat. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Yeti was like, uh, no, no, no. And they were like, eat. And she was like, uh, no, we're okay. Thank you, though. And then they looked at each other and then just like kind of wandered into the parking lot. And it was like, that was fucking weird. And I know that like, Governor Abbott in Texas is shipping because Denver and Aurora are like, we're sanctuary cities. We'll accept all illegals. We don't, no person is an illegal person. We'll accept them. So Abbott was like, good, fucking take them. So he's been sending bus loads of illegals up here. And that may have been who we bumped into tonight because it's very rare. Because like, dude, we bump into homeless all the time. Homeless speak English. Mm-hmm. It was very weird that they were just like, uh, eat, eat. And that, that they didn't know any other like English to convey what they wanted. It was peculiar. Interesting. Okay. I know. Um, so that was odd. And then you go to walk in and they make you go through like a little line and the metal detectors. Uh, the my the dad bag. So the diaper bag that I have is made by tactical baby gear and it like looks like a tactical bag. I fucking love it because every other baby bag is like not one that I want to carry. I'm like a dude, you know what I mean? It's it's a woman. So like powdered blue. Bag. Yeah, like the best you could get is maybe like a grayish. Like this one's like, no, dude, it's like a, a rough and tough looking bag. It's got Molly webbing all over it. And it's all like very useful. The bat, like the wipes pouch, Molly webs to the side of it. The snack pouch clips onto like this other side. It's got all these, it's, it's dope bag, dude. I fucking love it. It's even got a nice little place that you could put your concealed carry firearm. it's like it's like right up against your back it's fucking perfect so they have me slide that through in between the metal detectors and then i notice when i go through because these are not cops that are doing this at all these are just dudes in jackets that make it like kind of look like they're cops one of them has a gun and he's the one that smelled the most like weed (laughs) and i was like oh my goodness what are we doing so this is the crack shelf fucking security like they all reek of weed they all have septum piercings and neck tattoos Neat. So then I go over to the guy who searches the bag and he is like, uh, because it's so many pockets, so much shit is going on in that bag. He was like, um, like, can you just like show me the biggest couple pockets? And I was like, here you go, here you go, here you go. And he was like, okay, you're good. You know what I mean? When it's like the illusion of security, because it's all being operated by minimum wage fucking retards. Yes. Like I said, it's got that perfect pouch for concealed carry weapon. Didn't yep. didn't even fucking notice it. Didn't even look at it. Like I didn't. I left all my shit in the car. Well, he but asked like, you to just open the biggest ones. He didn't give a fuck. He just he didn't give a fuck. And inside the biggest ones, there's like flaps. There's pockets. There's pouches. There's hidden compartments. Didn't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, the, the, the weapons ban in that place really kind of bothers me because it shows a lack of authenticity. Because I've never met a Mexican that didn't at least carry a knife. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> So we go in and we got there like we got there at like 530, I think was our there was like nobody there. It was pretty empty. So it was kind of cool. We got seated at the rooftop and like baby or Yeti Jr., the one year old boy, has recently decided, fuck sitting in my high chair. I am doing everything I can to get you to let me out of this high chair. And he was pitching a fit. So we're trying to like control him. Baby Yeti's having a great time. She got like a little burrito. Loved it. 
She got little chips and salsa. Love that. She ate a little bit of sopapilla. She doesn't really like how like sticky it is. What's She's not sopapilla? a fan. Sopapilla is like fried dough that's all puffy. I'm amazed that you don't know what it is. Because growing up in Colorado, I figured she everybody knew. That means she's Mexican, bro. No, I know, but I just figured everybody knew what a sopapilla is, but like so many people don't, and it surprises me. It's like a Mexican dessert. It's like a churro. You know what a churro is? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what a churro Kinda is. Kind of like a churro. If a churro was to a donut, then this would be like a Mexican pancake. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. If that makes sense. That makes so sense, we're eating yeah. those, and then we, like, we get up. For those of you listening wandering. with the subtitles, there will be a semicolon there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, come on. <laughs> so then, like, once we're all done eating, you get to get up and, like, wander around and check everything out. And so I pick up Baby Yeti. We go see Cartman because they have a big Cartman who's, like, at a table full of like food i sent you a picture of that that was kind of cool that's like pretty much the only south park reference but then there's a puppet show and the waitress was like the puppet show was written by matt stone and trey parker so it's definitely worth checking out we go it's in this like corner with a little bit of like a bleacher type thing and then literally they have behind the bleachers a bunch of fake soap boxes that you can like literally stand on so there's people standing on that like to look over the crowd like something out of like a cartoon of like poor people watching a baseball game from outside the fence. <laughs> it was exactly like that. I have baby Yeti on my shoulders. In front of me is this like adult woman and her older mom. And I'm listening to the PA and it's like, hey, welcome to the puppet show. There's no flash. For- There's no photography, no video. Keep your cell phone away, um, you know, and then like enjoy the show. And then like a guy comes out not on a PA. And he's like, hey, everybody, I know that the PA, like the announcement just said it. But again, no photography, no video, you know, just enjoy the puppet show. Keep your cell phones in your pockets if you mind. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Puppet show starts and it, they do like a little song and like the rock wall next to the puppet show, like it comes to life and it like has like eyes in the mouth. It starts singing. And then the okay. lights go onto the tree that like you didn't notice, but it has eyes in the mouth. It starts singing along too. it's like ah, the puppet show. <laughs> the woman <laughs> gets uh, in front of me, whips out her phone, <laughs> opens up the camera, holds up her phone, and gets ready to start taking pictures. This dikey looking woman with an earpiece comes out of nowhere and puts her hands in front of it. And is like, hey, no, 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 no. Can't be doing that. And then she like goes, then I notice this woman now. She's like standing posted up watching the audience. And she is like full-blown hawk mode she's just watching everybody eyes scanning back and forth it's like wow bro you really don't want people to take photo videos or footage of like this puppet show like is this like some sort of secret puppet show it's so weird yeah so basically this taco comes out it's like a taco is this head and then it's wearing like a little suit with a microphone and it's actually not like pre-recorded it's somebody he's like hey who here is from uh, colorado and like a bunch of kids are like yeah he's like where are you from and they're like lakewood he's like oh wow did you take a flight to get here i'm just kidding at least you're not from arvada you all know those kids from arvada right <laughs> it's like because arvada is another suburb okay. <laughs> he's just all like right. doing like local material then they have like we're gonna have the amazing like chip dumping jumping into the salsa container and so like a little a little ladder comes out that's maybe like two feet tall that's like literally a little chip on a dowel <laughs> goes up and then the salsa has got like eyes and a face on it and like as the chip jumps the salsa moves and it crashes to the ground and it's like wee 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 like get him out of here <laughs> so then it is just funny it's just silly because like this is all happening at a mexican restaurant like why and then there's black bart's cave so you haven't seen the um south park episode have you 
No. So in the South Park episode, Cartman really wants to go to Casa Bonita, but Kyle is like, what makes you think I'm inviting you, fat ass? I'm inviting my friends. And he's like, but wait, what? Kyle, we're friends. And so he spends the whole time trying to butter up Kyle into inviting him. And he's like, you know what? Like, I really appreciate you like trying to make an effort. Um, you know, well, if anything happens and somebody can't go, you can go. So then Cartman captures Butters, who was going to go to Caspanina, throws him in a bomb shelter and tells him the world is ending so that he can go what to Caspanina. F- Hold on, what? <laughs> the, you see? He's, he's went from zero to a hundred real quick there. <laughs> yeah. So then he gets to go to Caspanina. But as he gets there, they finally figure out because Butters has been missing and the whole town is panicked. They finally figure out that Cartman had him locked up as soon as Cartman gets to Casa Bonita. So he has to run through the restaurant getting everything he wants to do done. He's like, oh, the puppet show. Yay. He's like, oh, the arcade. So cool. Cliff divers. More sopapillas, please. And then he's like, Black Bart's Cave. So spooky. And literally, like, so when Leon was there, Black Bart's Cave is like this just weird little labyrinth that's like completely dark. It has like a little bit of gold treasure in it. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so weird and just like, okay, I guess, because it just seems like something that somebody just threw together last minute. They're like, I don't know, fucking, we have room over here, fucking cave. Uh, I don't know, um, we have a puppet show over here, um, uh, cliff divers, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like a coke-fueled nightmare. That's probably the appeal, to be fair. Yeah, so they took Black Bart's kit. So, after the puppet show, I looked at my, because Mrs. Yeti was with the boy, Oh, they had like a live band. So a live band was playing like mariachi music and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. so the boy was fascinated with that. She was with him. So it's me, my sister, my mom and dad and baby Yeti. And I, my mom and my sister have baby Yeti. And I'm like, yo, me and my dad are going to go through the cave to make sure it's not scary so that baby Yeti can go because she's three years old. And I'm thinking yeah. it's she's kind of sensitive. It's probably not going to be for her. But like one, I want to see it. And two, if it is not that big a deal, she'll probably think it's cool. So you, we go up, we go through it. It's like at the very beginning, it's like, you know, black light making gems glow and like stalactites glow. And then you come around a corner and like literally a little ghost comes up. It's from the South Park episode and it's Trey Parker's voice. He's like, oh, wow, I'm a spooky ghost. <laughs> <laughs> like over the PA too. Like, so I didn't see the cliff divers, but I heard they were like, hey, guys, this is a. Uh, Pablo Escobar, and he's going to jump from amazing 40 feet tall. So if everybody complete silence in the restaurant, wow, look at him go. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just funny. So I'm going through, and then you get to this part where it's like you find Black Bart and his hidden treasure, and then there's like a gigantic gorilla mouth that you then walk through, and it gets like really loud, and it's like, wow. And I was like, yeah, no, baby Yeti. She, and they're doing like air cannon bursts at you, like, push, push, push. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, dude, no, no, she'd freak, freak the fuck out. So I, we get out of there, look around for my mom and sister, can't find them for forever. We eventually, not, we eventually do find them. And uh, they're like, hey, so we took baby Yeti through Black Bart's cave and she is uh, freaked the fuck out. And I was <gasps> like, what the fuck? I was like, wait, what? I, I, I looked at him. I was like, what were you thinking? And like my sister, like she doesn't have kids. She's, you know, she's three years younger than me. I, mm-hmm. I get it. She doesn't understand that like kids are kind of like, you know, sensitive and a three-year-old. I can see what she was thinking. It's Black Bart's cave. It's not a big deal. Who gives a fuck? It's just a dark little zigzag and then you're yeah. done. But also the whole place has been redone. What makes you think this hasn't? 
But you could tell my sister felt terrible. She was like, yeah, she got really freaked out. And I was like, okay. and they're like, oh, no, but it's fine. Because they, they do this thing where they're like, it's fine. Not that big of a deal. Nothing really happened. And then I have to be like, yo, dog, okay, I need you to stop lying to me about what happened and really tell me what happened so that when she's freaked the fuck out all night, we can explain, like, what happened and help her, like, mentally process this. So yes. this doesn't become a traumatic event that she remembers when she's fucking 30 and was like, oh, remember that time I got freaked the fuck out at that Mexican restaurant? That was weird. <laughs> and we're like, although to be yeah. fair, if anything's going to cause her to be like anti-immigration, this could be it. So it could be a good thing in the long run. That's true. That's true. Says the woman who's trying to immigrate to America. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to do it the right way. You know, I'm not. You know, he didn't say anti-illegal immigration, did he? He said, no, I didn't. But you know, it's. <laughs> At this point, does it really matter? I don't think illegal immigration is a thing in America at this point, which is why Vex just go ahead and just hop on over here. It's not like anyone's going to fucking stop her. I've been True. telling her, just stop going back home. No one's going to care. Um, cats will care. <laughs> bring them. Who's, who is stopping you? The uh, No one. It's Humans legal. aren't I... illegal, Vex. They're not stopping the thousands of pounds of fentanyl coming over the border, but they're going to stop you and your cat. <laughs> hey, no bangles. I just assume you were talking about all the fat immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, okay, so what happened was when the air cannon started going off, like my sister picked her up and held her and had her close her eyes so that when they went through the big ass monkey mouth that's glowing red. <laughs> Could you see that haunting her dreams for forever? That would be so hard for her to process. She's like, Yeah, we walked through a gorilla mouth and it was so scary. Oh um, they're like, She didn't see that because her face was buried. And I was like, Okay, neat. And so I'm just kind of like holding her and I'm like, I'm so tilted because just having the boy freak out every two seconds when he's sitting in his chair, like you're just kind of on. I entered this whole situation at like level eight. <laughs> oh. And okay. I tried I tried to be relaxed and cool, but like I don't know, man. I was on edge. I think it was I think it was the homies walking around in the parking lot with the squeegee that set it off. It was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like or I don't the, even feel the memory of seeing prostitutes with your mother and father as you a new father. <laughs> Back to traumatic experiences. Right. As a father, now you are doing the same with your children. But you know, hey, the prostitutes had been cleaned up. At least we did not see any. But I, I do see your point. Anyway, so I don't know, man. I was already revved up. And then they're telling me, that I was like, I do. I told you I'm going to go through it to check it out before she got, I fucking told you. And I was like, mom, like I looked at my mom, like you had two children. What the fuck are you thinking? She's like, oh no, I was just like, like your sister was like choosing what we did. I was just like tagging. I'm like, you're an adult woman. What the fuck? <laughs> she acts like she has no agency. I'm like, Arm. um, but anyway, so then. I started to calm down, caught up with Mrs. Yeti, who was having a ball. She's just like walking up and down this ramp and uh, the mariachi band was playing. And like those, this woman was singing at the like front of the band and she was like making eyes at Yeti Union. And like he was all getting all shy and embarrassed. And like, oh. I know. So she, she was having a fun time. Baby Yeti then was like, when we went to go behind the waterfall, it's kind of cave-like. And she's like, no, scared. Don't want to go in the cave. No, what? No, scared. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> great. Fucking great. But then, I mean, I guess you kind of foresaw that the kids were going to get a little bit antsy about all of this. So that probably had you on edge as well, I imagine. It's just a lot going on. That's what I mean. Like, it's because you can't just with children that young, you can just go and enjoy your meal. Right. It's like no. this is like this is a first time kind of like exposure to parts of the world. Yeah. Kind of deal. Yeah. 
it's like you got to be a parent instead of just chill. Like you picture going to Disneyland with your kids like, oh, that would be so fun. But then like you don't realize they see Goofy and a guy dressed up as Goofy walking around and they're like, what the fuck? And they freak out and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, this is a lot for a little just kid. Not have retarded kids. Like, I just try harder to have smarter kids when you're going at it initially. Like, <laughs> how many kids do you have, genius? You know how many kids I have. I have a single uh, one. Oh, that's right, you do. Fuck my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you have retarded kids. I'm just saying for all those parents that haven't taught their kids, <laughs> hey, this this mascot that looks like a giant dog that you've been watching on TV for the last three years Did is you? here to make you happy. Like I totally kids, forgot that really you have an them. older kid. Have you had any experiences like this? I mean, I, I, I guess my kid was the only experience that I've had like that. When she was like two years old, I took her to a Comic Con and there was a giant cutout of the Incredible Hulk that freaked the fuck out of her uh, uh but other than that she was she she was always pretty chill with like uh you know chucky e. cheese and animatronics and things like that when she was younger that's actually i can see how a hulk cutout would freak out a kid <laughs> yeah that's fair. super scary like you, yeah yeah it's not it's, and that's the thing like as an adult well, like, you're not, she like, never really that's been scary. the hulk i imagine if you're taking a kid to disneyland it's because that kid has grown up watching disney movies and whatnot and they're familiar with goofy so when they see goofy in real yeah. life i would think they'd be excited not like what the fuck it's gonna eat me like, I, I remember Goofy True. eating children in the little Disney shorts. Like, where are they putting these two and two together to make eight? That's super different, though, when you see a cartoon versus a dude walking around waving at you. I don't know, man. I So, obviously, we haven't taken our kids to Disneyland to know if they would be freaked out by that. But we have been to Disneyland and World, and I saw many a kid being like, ah! <laughs> Yeah, and it those, was a pretty those, those common thing. We don't need those are the kids that are all like, oh yeah, Darwinism will take care of them eventually as long as the government stops <laughs> regulating things, and then we can go on to having smarter, better kids in society. Jesus Christ, man, they're just kids. <laughs> Is, am I wrong for wanting a world full of smarter kids? You're not wrong, but also I think it's like it's perfectly normal for. I, okay, I guess here's where you need to distinguish how old the child is, um, and you know what what kind of life the child is living as well which i have a weird story about that when you finish your um sure we're almost your... at our conclusion so then like okay. i'm just kind of walking and like my family's tagging along and like my they, they felt bad and then there was this little area that was set up to be like a submarine mm-hmm. like and there was just like uh you know some 20 year old woman girl employee who's like dressed up in like a sea captain type of outfit and you walk in and it's, there's a clam with a bunch of like pearls. And the chick is like, oh, you can take one of those to baby Yeti. And she was like, what? And I was like, oh, really? Like she can have like one of these pearls? And she was like, yeah. And then she she grabbed it, popped it open. It was like a little, you know, those little surprises that come inside like an egg. It was like that, but it's a pearl. And inside is like a gummy little shark, like a squishy little toy shark. Oh. And she was like, yeah, you just, yeah, you can have it. And it was like. How cool. And that like changed her whole night. She was like, oh, wow, a shark. Oh, no, that's so fun. So then, yeah, I don't know. Then driving home, we helped her process it. She was like, yeah, that cave was scary. And we're like, yeah, but then like auntie, auntie picked you up and she made you feel safe. Right. And she's like, yeah, but I was sad. Then we're like, yeah, but then you found Dada and then Dada made you feel extra safe. And she's like, yeah, then I was happy. And we're like, yeah, yeah. So the, yeah, that was the whole car right home. <laughs> I, How uh, was the food, though? It was fine. Like, I'm also not picky, so I thought it was... I didn't think the old food was that bad. It wasn't great. I get it. But it wasn't... 
It was as if you got a microwave Mexican meal and that was it. See, I don't know. My, my experience was like when I went there was it was that of like the quality of like a Cheddar's or a TGI Friday. It's like, oh, you're going to spend 12 bucks and it's going to be like, yeah, this was worth 12 bucks. You know, only it was 25 instead. So the food was priced. Yeah, it was overpriced, it be, but it wasn't like bad or anything. I wouldn't even say it was like a TV dinner. It was like, hey, this is a, a poor person, like a, a poor person's night out, you know, to like I said, Cheddar's or TGI Fridays or whatever. Yeah, and you're paying for like the experience, not right. the food. You know what I mean? Um, uh, so it was. I, I, I was paying more because I was just telling Vex earlier before the show. I, I got robbed after going to Casa Bonita. So buy a Casa Bonita. You got... <laughs> Hold on, we are gonna hear that story <laughs> in three seconds. So the food, was, I, I thought it was good. I liked it a lot. They had like bottomless chips and salsa, but the chips were like they tasted and felt very homemade. You know the difference between like a bag of chips and like homemade yeah, chips. Yeah. I yeah, gotcha. the salsa wasn't just like typical pico de gallo. It was like a mango habanero. It was Ooh. that was pretty good. The sopapillas were lacking. I'll say that. And I'm sure everybody like the sopapillas are great, but the food's bad. Now the sopapillas are bad. We, we, we there's a good sopapillas come from Copper Mountain, dude. That is fucking prem sopapillas. Okay. Um, but the food was fine. It was not that not that bad. I liked it. Oh, so I don't know. And it's one of those things. Like in retrospect, it was fun, but in the moment, I was fucking stressed. And I was being the type of parent I don't want to be. I don't want to be that parent who's all fucking tilted. But tonight I was tilted. It is what it is, man. We it learn is. and we continue forward. Because Mrs. It Yeti made a great point. Because, you know, Yeti Jr., he was the start of it all. Just like he will not sit in a high chair. And it's because his grandpa, when we go out to eat with them, she he pops them, her, ugh, he pops baby Yeti Jr. out of the high chair and holds him. So now he thinks that that's an option. So when he's in his high chair, he's freaking out. It was like, somebody pick me up and hold me so I can, like, you know, wiggle and squiggle more. And it's mm -hmm. like, no, dog, you need to fucking sit. And then we will leave. Like, there's this isn't an option for you. But he thinks it is. So he's just, like, yeeting himself left and right. But Mrs. Yeti made a good point. She's like, well, that's why you got to keep going. Like, if we just stop going out into the world and all that kind of stuff. Because there's a lot of parents that when they have kids, they're like, we didn't, we didn't do anything for the first, like, four years of the kid's life. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. It's very common. You'd be amazed when people hear that we take like our one-year-old and three-year-old out. They're like, dude, really? It's like, yeah. Maybe you're just, yeah, I guess maybe they're retarded. I don't Leon. Did you stay home a lot with your kid when she was first born? No, I, I took her out. I didn't even fuck. I was like, yeah, they have to learn to experience the world. The world is out there. Fucking come on, kiddo. Yep. Interesting. Yep. You'll be like, surprised though, Vex. You might even be surprised to find that you started staying home. Like... Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. There's one thing I learned having kids, and it's that like everything that we planned didn't exactly go the way that we planned that it would because it's way different when you actually have them than the way that you thought it would be when you did not. So, Leon, you got robbed? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so like I, I, before I, I, I want to preface this with a, what do you guys think is an, an acceptable tip amount? Uh, acceptable? Yeah, like percentage-wise. 10, 10 to 15%. Okay, yeah, 20 if they do like a really good job, especially oh, yeah. now that I'm so I, glad you said 15% because mind you, I, I was there in, in you know 2017, so the economy was you know marginally better, uh, no, no, notably better actually, not just marginally because Trump was in office and it was awesome. Uh, yeah, no, so we go to Casa Bonita and, and me and the girl I was with at the time, our, our bill comes out to about 50 bucks. Uh, I gave a 15% tip, so for, for math for anybody, that's like 
thirty percent um, because the they, the place was fucking packed. Like we we were in line for thirty minutes, and uh, wow. so I was like, man, these guys are working their ass off. The service was real good. Uh, I, I want to be nice, so I get to do a fifteen dollar <laughs> tip. We leave uh, now. Mind you, we're we're on vacation. I, I, we had to fly to Colorado. We were going to be there for five days. This was our last night before we get on the plane to, to leave the next morning, and mm-hmm. uh, so we we were finishing our trip with Casa Bonita. And uh, the asshole what brought you out server. to Colorado in the first place. Oh, I, I, I've never, I never really seen like snow capped mountains uh, before. And so, you know, we just thought it'd be a real beautiful place to go and a place to experience. And it was just, uh, it was an, like, like an easy enough flight, like a, like a nice three hour flight. It was within, you know, it, it was financially feasible. So just, just change the pace for a vacation. Gotcha. But uh, so I leave the guy a 15% tip, which is a no, it's a, in my opinion, a decent tip for a $50 bill. And um, I go home uh, or not home back to the hotel. Uh, I check my bank account because I, Hey, we're, le- we're leaving in the morning. I want to make sure we've got everything in order. I am negative a hundred bucks. And it says my bill from Casa Bonita, the tip was $150. <gasps> Asshole server had added a zero. To the to my uh, check tip, like you write in the, the tip amount, I wrote fifteen. He had added a fucking zero. Oh wow. my god! So it threw me into the negative. I've got a rental car that I'm supposed to gas up. I I the, the the only way only way I was able to to get the rental car to have gas in it to get it back to the place before leaving for my flight in the morning was um I do these these Google surveys and whatnot, and so I had a, a twenty five dollar gift card that I could um submit like online. Yeah, so I got like, a twenty five dollar yeah. Visa gift card so I could put gas in the rental and i had to file it like i had to spend the rest of the night filing a police report and uh you know make it back you know through all uh, the plane and and get back to my home state and whatnot with literally negative a hundred dollars in my bank account so as much fun as i had uh, casa bonita fuck that guy in particular that was our server who i was trying to be nice to did I'll you ever you get the, the situation rectified? Like, did you get? Yeah, money? yeah. Like, my uh, my, my bank ended up uh, refunding me the money and whatnot. I don't know whatever happened to him or anything to that effect. I don't know if, the, if there was ever like Probably a refund or whatnot. But but my bank was chill and they they fixed the situation like uh, two weeks later. So okay. on our way in, when we were reading all the rules and it was like, hey, we have metal detectors and leave all your goodies in the car. It also said like we're a no tipping facility, so don't tip anybody. Um, everything was paid for in advance. It's, so yeah, they must have uh, heard that oh, that was like a thing. Yeah, it's included with the bill now. Eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. It certainly wasn't like that when I went. No, it's it sure wasn't. It was full because I almost always tip in cash anyway, just because like I I, I, I just carry cash around. I, I prefer doing that. But since I was out and about in an unfamiliar area, I didn't have cash on me, so I just used my my card. And uh, yeah, that one, that one bit me in the ass. So yeah, fuck you, Casa Bonita. <laughs> it used to be pretty bad. Dude. I never, I'll never forget. We took my cousin from Seattle, who I was telling you, he was like, I, "That's a real place. We must go there." I remember he got sick while he was eating. He was also Aww. probably on some like mushrooms and shit. We didn't realize that my cousin was like so hardcore into like booze and drugs. <laughs> I was also into booze at the time, so I'm not one to judge. <laughs> but he like, I remember him distinctly getting up from the table, going and like throwing up for a while, coming back and then finishing up with some soap penis. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Um, to be fair, I bet Cosmini would be great on mushrooms. So that place would be a blast on mushrooms. Oh, yeah. It, um, yeah, Vex, dude, if you ever make it to Colorado, place. it's worth putting on the bucket list because it's so fucking weird. Okay. All right. Noted. Um, 